0: Welcome to Women's Hour. I'm your host, Hayley Quinn. Today I am joined by another awesome uh, person, this time a lovely lady uh, presenter. Her name is Annie Rao. She is the founder of Pony Express, which I would say is like the public speaking uh, masterclass group, which teaches public speaking and presentation skills. We all know how hard they are, but in a way that's actually fun. So it's like it's like the normal public speaking experience, but on steroids. It's just a lot more fun, a lot more enjoyable, a lot more engaging. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me. Anik? Good,
1: love it. Always love to be here with you, Hayley. Uh, you talk really fast, so, man. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to take a breath in. And, yes, happy to be here.
0: Right, amazing. So... W- when we're talking about, we can tell a little bit more about your experience and what kind of stuff you do. Maybe just so the uh, the guys guys or ladies, if you're out there listening to Attraction HQ, understand what is the the kind of the purpose or the root motivation of Pony Express. So, four years
1: ago, I just had one of these moments in my life where it's like, okay, I'm either going to feel like a loser for the rest of my life, or I bloody goddamn do something about this fear I have. And I was always loud uh but just masking my insecurities and then I had a presentation coming up and I couldn't sleep for six weeks like leading up to it it was like my god I'm wasting my life right. and that was really scary and then I started training doing loads of different courses and I basically thought I'm doing this one week training course with Clinton Swain who's still my mentor today and started on Monday and by Friday it will be an awesome speaker and Friday came and I was still as terrified as I was on Monday so it's you know one of these things it takes
0: time. Yeah and I also think what's interesting there is that you said that your experience of like six weeks of fear and I know that people do experience a really strong sense of fear around some aspects of social skills and this might, you might experience this fear when you're doing a presentation at work, or that social anxiety might be more profound or manifesting in different areas. You might feel uncomfortable talking to a group of people at a party. Uh, it might be that you feel crippling anxiety at just the thought of approaching a woman, you know, putting one, and it's the same, I think in a, in a lots of ways, it's very similar because it's about that, you know, that there's this like This experience that you go through and that actually it's positive and that you know you're you're not losing yeah kind of like not fulfilling yourself on one side of the experience and if you manage to put one foot in front of the other and stand on that stage or one foot in front of the other and stand in front of that woman that you're attracted to and actually communicate something relevant about who you are or what you want to talk about this is a massive leap forwards in terms of what you you can achieve in your life. And I know that so many men find it deeply frustrating that they're unable to take that action that they know will lead them towards kind of a more glorious future. Um, and I think also that anxiety that you talk about, and it's good as well, I think, for some of the guys to know, that it's not just a male thing, it's like a completely human thing to experience that anxiety. But when we feel like we're going to be judged, that we're under pressure, that people are looking to us, listening to us, it's that External analysis of who we are, like I mean, I'm like I'm meant to be the love guru, whatever. And honestly, I tried chatting somebody up on the train yesterday. It went well in the end, but I had I had to psych myself up for it for like ten minutes. I was there like, sure. so point one, don't fit. You are not alone. Uh, people feel like this way all the time. I mean, so I think first of all, it would be quite a cool thing for us to talk about is to think about you know that how to get yourself in the right frame of mind because personally I think like you can literally you can conquer the world you can do anything you want from the right mental headspace and if you get that sorted that's kind of to me more important than the the technical details sometimes the technical skills help to reinforce the mindset and vice versa but I like to do two things in parallel so we'll talk a few about the skills in terms of presentation whether that's a room of people or just one lovely woman. But also talk a bit with, I just want to ask you as well, first of all, Anik, about um, the kind of the headspace to get into or some techniques. Because I, I always think that public speaking and speaking to a woman, it's not like you can't speak. Like I never meet anybody that can't hold a conversation or can't talk. They can talk fine. It's not like, it's like they're not a bad conversationalist. It's that they're so stressed they can't possibly allow themselves to talk naturally to whoever they're in front of. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it is disjudgment. That's such a good point. And it's true. It's There is no difference if you're standing in front of, you know, 50 people or in front of one woman or, or man. I think it takes time. Like, we get a lot of people who, who join us, for example, to learn public speaking because they're afraid of it. But it has a lot of knock-on effects because if you break through one thing in your life, let that be standing on stage, it's much easier for you to chat up someone on YouTube and, In terms of mindset, I found, and I talk about this all the time, you need a grounding technique. Mm -hmm. So, for example, first of all, grounding technique means you are within, you're good about who you are, so you're secure with all your insecurities, but it's also helping you to be in the moment because most often when we're standing in front of an audience or in front of a woman, we're thinking, oh, my God, what's she going to think? she's going to think I'm a loser I'm going to bore her but in terms of having grounded presence you've got to be fully in the moment with her and being able to get rid of that chatter and these crazy voices in your mind because you know what we do we create these monsters in our imagination Mm -hmm. and then we believe them so when I you can talk about your grounding technique because I know the one you're using my personal one is there are hundreds yeah, actually, loads, yeah. i'm just writing like a little booklet on them which i'm happy you know to to give you guys as well my favorite one is just to imagine your entire life as a massive big canvas and every time you speak to someone every time you chat someone up or every time you screw something up you know it's just a flick of paint Mm. on your massive I love that. What a nice You know, metaphor. and it, it helps you to get perspective. And mm-hmm. I must say, I used that technique for probably three years. And now when I speak or I get worried, I, I realize I don't even use it anymore. I just, mm. It's just kind of
0: integrated, you know, so. And that's good for people to know as well. There's a process of integration yeah. that takes time, months, years, you know. And then eventually if you do things enough times, like, you know, whether it's, you know, going to the gym or making some breakfast in the morning, the fear dissipates around it and like I still have a bit but I kind of you, you manage it and actually it becomes a healthy sort of excitement rather than a crippling anxiety. Yeah. Um I do lots of work when I'm taking you know lots of my work I've done especially historically with clients has been literally taking someone who's very socially anxious we're walking around London or New York wherever it happened to be and it's like okay how do I get this person into the right headspace where they feel comfortable to go and conquer one of their biggest fears which could be to approach you know approach a woman um and what i find is there's a few things that sound a bit bananas but actually work really really well um my grinding techniques first of all like you know a movement is surprisingly powerful if you're st- stuck like frozen on the spot in between flight flight and just thinking about it and trying to decide whether to do something or not you're overstuff, you'll overthink and you're not going to be very comfortable doing things if you, so what I'll do is I'll, like the process of me just walking around with the clients and talking to them mm. helps them to chill out because they're distracted, they're in their physical body, they're moving, the scenery around them is changing. Now, you don't actually need me <laughs> to be able to do this. You could be listening to um, a cool podcast or you could be listening to some music on your phone. You could be thinking, all right, I've gone out and maybe you want to meet someone, but I'm feeling a bit anxious, you know, I'm not just going to sit here, I'm going to move around. If walking around the streets or wherever you happen to be, that's not serving you, change your physical environment, sit down, have a coffee, stop thinking about it. And it's that process of actually distracting yourself and also exploring your physical space, whether that means jumping up and down on the spot, it will jolt you out of your mood in a positive way um we also want to do things that will make you calm your optimum state of mind to be in and lots of like pick up stuff we'll say oh let's go on a sarge like meeting a woman is like a military operation and that to me is the wrong frame of mind the wrong energy because it's very combative and it's, it's stress laden instead of you putting lots of targets and parameters on yourself i'd much rather you focused on chilling out whether that's you know Breathing slowly and deeply, Listen to music that makes you feel relaxed, taking a phone call with a friend who you get on with really well, so you're going to already be talking, paying a compliment to someone who's you're buying a coffee from, so you get a, bit of a social engagement. There are, there are like a lot of things that you can do which are actually extremely simple, but that help you to move into a space of, and a frame of mind where you are feeling more sociable and you are feeling more relaxed. Because if you can do that, and if you feel good about yourself, and I really liked as well your metaphor of that paint splatter, because it also is about perspective. You know, really, this is going to be, you know, maybe a presentation, five minutes of your life, maybe speaking to a woman, maybe 20 seconds. But to send that message to yourself that you can handle something and you can do it is extremely positive, completely regardless of whatever outcome comes out of it. It's about knowing in yourself that you're capable Um, And that's quite a wonderful thing to kind of internalise. And also I think like, you know, I've just had a really ropey set of life circumstances. And when really big stuff happens, when you're like life and death kind of stuff, you're like, okay, why did I worry about that? It's literally like, you know, that's like not a plaint flick. That's like somebody getting a tub of paint and just (laughs) throwing it, you know, on the canvas. And when you have one of those moments, in fact, in a way... They're sort of helpful because then, you know, if you put this into perspective, you know, no one's ill, no one's sick, no one's suffering, no one's... Ill. It's like you have fear around something that's very intimate and very important to you. But, you know, it's not anything that's beyond your control and it's not anything that you can't have access to. I really don't care um, how tall, short, fat, thin, bald, hairy, um, whatever you are, young or old that you know I've seen it all and that there's ways you're gonna be able to do this. Um so the other thing I I kind of really want to ask you about, think, was kind of the first bit about what you say, because I have a lot of because um, obviously when you walk on the stage and a lot weirdly when I talk, teach people about how to meet women, I use lots of public speaking techniques because I think mm. they're quite parallel a lot of the time. Um, and one of the first principles I teach is that the first thing you need before you lots of men you worry about what's the right thing to say. We're going to scrap that for a second. And the first thing to focus on is capturing her attention effectively. Because if you do not have a full attention, if she's not still, sat or stood still, or looking at you with eye contact, you can say the most glorious thing you like, and it won't make any difference. Um, So what I want to think about is when it comes to setting the stage and getting that attention you know, are there any techniques or small things that you know that people can do in a public speaking or presentation arena, which means that basically because they did the first bit so well, then the rest of the content of their speech is listened to
1: mm. more. I think my favorite thing is questions. Like it's maybe I don't know, when you when you when you chat someone up, let's just like, you know, because you're talking now about one-to-one communication, when uh-huh. you speak to someone, like my favorite thing is I never think of, oh, what should I say? I just Mm. look at them and say, what do I want to know about this person? And, you know, they're just, they're wearing like nice shoes or, you know, you could just say, oh my God, where are your shoes from? I'm looking for a Christmas present for my sister, you know, and that'd be perfect. And, you know, it's, you don't make it about her. It's not cheesy. It's not slimy. And it just makes them feel good, Mm. you know. And I think there are loads of subtle differences. For example, if I would now say to you, um... I love your shirt mm-hmm. because Haley's wearing this beautiful tight black shirt and really short skirt. <laughs> Typical and, queen uniform. You know, um, but I find, you know, there's a difference between saying, I like your shirt or you look amazing in that shirt, you mm-hmm. know, because the eye is always self-centered. And I always say like as much as you can use the word you because then you make it about them mm-hmm. and it's ever so powerful in public speaking. And, you know, in, in an in in-person
0: setting. Yeah, I would say the um, weirdly like it's like a little kind of a subtle difference. I think that sometimes when you're when you're speaking, there's that you has more impact mm. on a person. Right. It's 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 also kind of a, a riskier in a sense because you're centering your focus on them. People who are more self-confident will tend to react better. People that are not not are self-confident, not so much. So I actually like to tell people, like, a nice phrase say is just say, I like, and actually own your personal opinion, because it's so much, the other person then doesn't feel judged, they don't feel there's too much pressure or too much focus on them, and so it allows them to relax more into that. Mm. Um, I like using an observation, now I think they are always smart ways, like, I always talk, spoke to this person on the train yesterday, because I overheard their conversation, I just went right out there and said that, and I think actually saying something that's quite authentic that you're actually thinking and feeling, you know, if that's what you're thinking and feeling like, oh, I overheard them say something and that was interesting, don't then try and elaborately dress that up as something else because you make all these judgments that that is, you know, intrusive or creepy or inappropriate. You know, if that's the truth and you say it as the truth, the person will read what you're saying as sincere and they'll probably react really well. And just going back to the attention thing... Um, What I like to talk about a lot is also that, um, like, you know, if you're thinking about why is it so important to have her focus when you start speaking to her, it's just like if I walked onto a stage to do a talk um, and the audience were, like, fidgeting or someone's on their mobile phone or talking amongst themselves or eating, I just – I wouldn't start speaking. And I think it's like the – or I would say something like, hey, or, hey. And then I'd wait till, like, oi, Hmm. no more speaking in the crowd. I'm starting. I would say something quite authoritative or sort of quite, to snap people's attention because I think it's like, if I always give this example as well. You remember like the teachers you had at school, um, a really bad teacher, like a supply teacher who's just come in to cover one lesson, they would usually just get up there and they'd write the lesson on the chalkboard or on the whiteboard. They'd be really lazy and wouldn't really care if anybody was absorbing it. Some of the really badass teachers, and I remember when I had one like this at my school, They'd walk into the classroom. The class is being disruptive. They're throwing paper airplanes around, and um, all they would do is they'd go sit at the front of the classroom, and they'd probably take out a paper or a book, and they just sit there at the stool in front of the classroom reading. And after a few minutes, the whole cl- everyone would be aware, like, oh, oh shit, the teacher is in the room. The teacher is in the room. We're gonna get in loads of trouble. And like, it was that calm authority and an expectation that people would pay attention to them mm. that eventually meant people went, okay, we're going to shut up now. And then uh, you'd probably get a bit of a wrist slap for talking when the teacher's in the room. But then, you know what, you'd listen to the lesson. Like, you'd be like, right, I've got to listen now because I'm on the borderline of serious trouble.
1: Mm. But uh, then you have to fear that from within, you know? Mm. And I think, you know, when you, when you start this is what i think you do this as well it's like you know if, if you're worried or if you have social anxiety you have to do it over and over mm. again you have to say to yourself okay now i'm gonna feel like an idiot for 20 times cheating right. up a girl you know and just be okay with it maybe start with girls where you think ah oh, she's actually not my type or you yeah know? or
0: even other people socially you know if you just yeah, you know just talking stalks, to more birds, people birds, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: um because you just got to I don't know how often I felt, I don't know how it was when you started uh. speaking, like I always felt like an idiot every time. It's like, oh God, I can't believe I said this, you know, but after a while you get over it, you know. Right, like, And
0: actually it's okay to be an idiot, right? Like we don't yeah. have to be perfect. But it takes time and yeah. I feel
1: most people, and this is why I'm always hammering this home, like uh-huh. give up too early. They, they do, like, they yes, do, they do. I worked Hallelujah. as a dating coach for six weeks, but it wasn't for me, it didn't work. Of course it doesn't work for six weeks, like something you kind of like was worried about years. 16 years
0: yeah years <gasps> yes you know and also I get people like I've had that where people are like I've had a session with you why haven't I got loads of women yet I was like well have, what have you done in your personal time like have you, have you implemented anything oh, that I said to it's you? work I know it is work mm. everything all the good stuff in life is work uh, not bad work good work but you have to put raw hours in for, mm. for mastery and that yeah. can only come from yourself and you know what that's not bad news that's good news because those paint splatters is that ability to learn how to fuck up and be okay with it that ability to play and actually challenge who you are is a wonderful awesome process that only gets better and better and better and better so it's like cultivate the immediate um, energy to do it don't overthink stuff don't become a complete theory junkie you know I would argue that the right state of mind is far more important than yeah you know all the technical detail yeah, 100%. you probably you probably get that right with people that you you work with with pony express yeah. you know and i get that a lot with my um uh, my clients in my Haley Quinn club you know some some people ask me for like the the minute detail mm. from and i'm just like just go out and try because
1: then you're overthinking right and then
0: you're attempting
1: to be someone else or using a technique and then you're not yourself anymore and I, I always say to people i don't know what what question is when people start dating you know like when it comes to stage work, people are always like, "What should I do with my hands?" But well, as soon as you ask yourself that question, yeah. you're not in the moment,
0: right? And you're worrying, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think part of it, another little technique there, is to kind of recognize when you're becoming like. It was the best phrase I ever heard was an armchair pickup artist, which basically means that you are theoretically you know how to do everything mm. practically imply nothing God, <laughs> you know like it's true that like uh an ounce of uh action and practice is worth a ton of theory because what it teaches yourself is like the mechanism of and the process of actually doing stuff so if you know that you're getting a little bit technical and a bit conscious about everything get back into your body you know anything that you can do that's why like I've done weird things before. I pretended to be... The weirdest one quite recently where I was filming a documentary about this in Vancouver was... I literally... I'm not, not kidding. I pretended to be a shark. Right? So I, the guy, he was, like, very, like, oh, we're at, um, an, an evening fun fair, nighttime fun fair, and I really wanted to talk to the women. He wasn't going to do it. So I pretended to be a shark... And I like snapped my hands together like jaws, <laughs> and I chased him around. But like it was just silly, yeah, and playing then with it worked, yeah, yeah, and it got him out of this. But I knew it was going to get him out of that frame of mind. Mm-hmm. So, being able to play and be silly and kind of engage that different side of yourself, and also just let go of some things, is is probably the most valuable thing you can do in terms of getting into that initial headspace where you feel okay to, and you know whether whatever it is, whether it's going on stage or. Going up to meet somebody else, or you know, for some people, it will just be maybe going to just a social gathering. You know, for lots of people, that is pretty terrifying in itself. Um, so, I think what we can take from this is you know, remember, state of mind is important, ground yourself, keep things in perspective, get things into your physical body so you feel more comfortable. Don't expect perfection and don't give up too early. Um, I would also greatly recommend that you t- check out more of any stuff because Pony Express, I've done lots of talks with them in the past and I just love the vibe, <laughs> basically, of what they do. Public speaking and the communication skills you teach are so translatable to other areas of life. I like the fact that you bring fun and you bring play to people as well. You're not like, you yeah, know, this is how you do it and you must do it like this and or if is you don't... Is it. the German this is you're wrong. attempting? No, 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 this is... <laughs> No, I can't do any exercise. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so many groups <laughs> teach in that really, like, way that just makes you feel crap, basically. And you teach in a way that makes people feel light and happy and sociable. And I think whatever that will mean the content goes in i know that that will mean the content goes in like a million times better so Mm. i'm super supportive of it um if you guys are interested to hear more about pony express how will they how could they find out about what you do
1: just go on the website PonyExpressClub.com, and what i always say my phone numbers on the website um that Makes me get some spam calls as well. But you know, every, <laughs> every call is a communication and a conversation you can learn from. Uh, give me a call. You know, it's, it's, there's so many different things people worry about. And what I sometimes say, there, there are a few people who's like, oh, I wanted to call you, but I wasn't sure, like, to take up too much of your time. Just do it. Because I'm not saying, you know, they have to work with us, but there's so many things I know and I can, you know, put your way. And at the end of the day, I would say action combats fear. Right. Well, and do crazy. something you know so yeah get out like get a pony get a dog whatever it is you want to do but do something you know it's just it's, it's-
0: true don't bullshit yourself by saying oh i can't call her because she's gonna i'm interrupting that is the biggest most commonest excuse ever stop now stop instead i love that action combat conca- com- oh, combat-, combat. Is it Concus, on- combat it does it it kicks it in the nuts basically fear and we like that so and you know what the new it might feel unnatural for you to do it at the beginning but you just keep taking these little steps just you know keep managing the fit and honestly your life is going to just get better and better and better um if of course if you want to hear any more about what i do or you want to get more of the technical stuff on how to say hello not that technical though don't be practice um you want to go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club and you can get a free 30-day trial of my membership sites there which is pretty cool um if you really want to you can maybe if you lock yourself in a room you could probably watch all the videos i have on there in a month just about um uh, and also if you're interested or you have any commentary on, on what we've been talking about today Or if you want to just, if you want to leave us any remarks, please, please, please comment and subscribe to my Attraction HQ podcast. I'll be back again next week with another incredible guest talking about something super awesome and exciting. See you later, guys. Bye bye. I'm Hayley Quinn, and you can catch me on Women's Hour Daily only on Start Your Business FM. You can download my podcast on sybfm.com or visit my website at www.hayleyquinn.com dot com